I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. What's up? Yo, we're back, Michaela. <clears throat> we are back. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like I still hear that background music going. Oh, I do too. <laughs> Maybe it's just the ghosts of our. I was gonna say the spirits. <laughs> the spirits were done. It's letting us know. Yep, they're like, oh, one more round. They threw an eagle whistle down on our <laughs> intro music there. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh! Well, good to see your face again. You too. Good to hear your voice. Oh yeah! Thank you for contextualizing it, since uh, everyone else will be hearing the voices, <laughs> and here we are. We get the audio and the visual. We get both. Yeah. 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 <laughs> extra bit of sweetness. You know, the good and the bad when it comes with the scraggly hair sometimes, or mm-hmm. you know, my mismatched outfits, whatever it may be. <laughs> At least we can uh, sound pristine on a microphone. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. Oh my girl, sometimes after a long beating sesh, you look a little crazy. Did you ever see that meme with like the, when it was like, it's like a little, I forgot what kind of monkey it is. And it's like, um, how my, when my man says, good morning, babe. And it's just popped up and it's like, hair is all messy. And like, it's eyes are wide open, but it's like, she has a big smile on her face. Like, I don't know. It's like the most jovial. And like, it gets me every time. I'm going to have to send that to you. Okay. He's like, good morning, beautiful. And it's like, this just crazy looking little cute little monkey with a big smile on its face, but she looks like trash. Oh my gosh. That's how it is sometimes. Yo, I feel you. Oh my gosh, I'm glad that there's like not a smell feature sometimes on social media because I'm like, oh, when I'm in these heavy uh, beating things and it's like, oh my gosh, or like say like Instagram live, you know, I'm like, here I am like hopping on live for like a 10 minute thing in between large chunks of beating and all the other things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm glad that I look good from the chest up to you all right now. Yeah, if you had any idea of the environment. Exactly. Exactly. It'd be a whole different story. It'd be a completely different story. (laughs) Yes, I literally was just beating before I came on. And I was like, shoot, I gotta eat something. So I was like eating pizza, stuffing my face. Literally went from beating to stuffing my face to hopping on real quick. Like, (laughs) you know, the essentials. These are the things that get us through each day. Yes. Uh, um, well, it's funny that you talk about that because I actually haven't touched a single bead in a while and I have some projects to get on. I have a deadline coming up in like two weeks, so Yikes. Uh, yeah, I, get on it. I have a deadline tomorrow and the next day and like the next day. It's rough. It's <laughs> you rough. Stay stacked. You I stay do. Stacked. And it's really bad because it's not a smart thing to do, but I keep doing it. And so I keep saying yes. And so... <laughs> I get it done. That's all that matters. Seriously. It gets done. But um, Um, but yeah. How's your week been? Yo, it's been kind of chaotic. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of emotions tied to this week. Uh, One of the big things, actually, is that this past week I was down in Joseph again. Joseph, Oregon. Or so present-day Joseph, Oregon in northeastern Oregon. Uh, in the Wallowa Valley, um, a place that's kind of home to a lot of our Nez Perce people, because I had some of my art that went up in the Josephi Center down there. Yes, I um, saw that. Yeah. I saw pictures, and I was like, go Kellen. Yeah, thank you, yo. So that uh, the exhibit will run from the end of June through July, and basically they invited three Nez Perce artists to take on the Nez Perce treaties. So there was two treaties that were signed with the U.S. government between the Nez Perce people. Um, one was in 1855 and another one in 1863. And of course, there's a whole long line of other documents that come along with all of this. However, the exhibit itself was basically just giving us a chance to read the treaties and then interpret it as we wanted in a piece of art. And I, I put out three pieces of art. 
Nice. Well, how was that whole experience? Like, did you get to see the viewers' reactions? Did you get a lot of questions? Yeah, it, it, it was great because I was there for the opening, which happened on a Saturday. And uh, they were like, oh, Kellen's going to come up here and say a few words. And here I was like, oh, I'll probably like, you know, whatever, this and that, a couple, just little tidbits here and there. I ended up into like a 25-minute talk Oh wow! <laughs> um, that my mom actually uh, was there for. And uh, yeah, it turned into like basically like a mini TED Talk, or I guess that's a major TED Talk because I don't think TED Talks even go 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, it was great because I got to explain my process and, you know, also provide some history on the treaties and whatnot. It was also very emotionally taxing uh, because it was, well, one, just like talking through the treaties, I am learning more and more how emotionally taxing it is. Uh it just it weighs down so much. And then because the space itself, uh, you know, it's a bunch of, yep. it, it's not a very diverse, <laughs> it's not a very diverse population there, you know? No, uh, and so then here I am telling these people about these things. Um, and so that's kind of like, it's great to like, you know, like this is real history in the face of white people, I guess, you know, yeah. however, on the other side of that, um, it was very hard to process because then a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing your perspective. Thank you so much for sharing this. I learned so much. This made me think of this, which is great. I always love those interactions. It's, it's awesome. And mm -hmm. at the exact same time, almost within each and every one of those individual uh, interactions, there came a moment where it was like, the only thing I knew about Indians growing up was insert stereotype. You know, yeah. um, I just always believed insert damaging narrative about Native Americans, you know, so I'm like, I'm sitting there receiving praise from these people who are like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for talking us through all this. I learned so much. And at the exact same time, they'll include a comment or say something else that I'm like, now I have to take this like jab. Yeah. Um, and I know they don't mean it from a harmful place, mm -hmm. uh, yet at the exact same time, <clears throat> You know, even if even if it's not meant to be harmful, it's like I still have to take that on, you know? Yeah, and it just kind of comes off as naive a little bit. Yeah. Because I used to deal with that, too, to where, especially growing up on the East Coast, it's like I noticed a lot of people people were genuinely interested. Yes. But they were coming off as very ignorant questions, but they didn't mean to come off that way. So yeah. you have to take it with a grain of salt and not get upset. And then let alone you having to have the trees in the back of your mind to where it's just kind of this built up energy mm -hmm. that you don't want to throw on them because they don't really understand it. Um, so yeah, a lot of, I praise you for that one. Cause that, yeah. would, be, that would be hard. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, it, it, there's like the emotional part with it. And then, and then to it kind of extended past me because then some of my family were, were there uh, and it broke my heart. Because then after the fact, I heard about some of the things that they heard or were told by people, mm -hmm. you know, um, say like callous remarks about uh, Indian residential schools and boarding schools yeah. or, you know, just like these things um, <clears throat> where it's just like we live with these traumas mm -hmm. day in and day out. And especially in the in the climate that we're living now, you know, um, as we're starting to see more and more of these atrocities being uncovered you know and it's like the social yeah. media it's one of the things that's really you know coming across our feeds right now um is share, shedding the light on a lot of this history you know mm -hmm. and so then it's like yeah these these aren't just like pages in a history book for us you know it's not like oh i get to just go to my <laughs> desk open up my book and then read about this subject close my book and walk away no these are actual lived traumas that we feel and so then you know just like things like that where it's just like i understand that again you think you're coming from a, or you are generally coming from a good place um hopefully and <laughs> at the exact same time you can be very harmful um and in, inflict harm on others with your words and your in your comments and so it's like a weird balance of being grateful to be in those spaces and to present in those ways and to connect with people and at the exact same time being like, oh my gosh, no, I have to bear the brunt of, you know, your stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyways. 
That's my week. <laughs> you said that all in a very, very considerate way. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to be a better person. Tell, me, <laughs> I'm working on myself. Right <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you that version later. <laughs> <laughs> because it does exist. Let yes. me tell you. Yes. Very- <laughs> Good way of being professional. At least one of us is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, again, I'm just like, you know, just trying to give grace because uh, let it be known that I am a very flawed individual. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of things that I do, too, you know. So yeah. I guess just always being compassionate that, you know, the things that I receive, you know, in some ways I'm probably the villain in other people's stories, you know. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> That was a good sigh. That was a nice sigh. <laughs> For those of you who are just now turning into our show, you right. will get sporadic sighs throughout each of our episodes, but that's the nicest one you're going to hear. So. Oh my gosh, right? Uh, Most seriously. Of the time up size. <laughs> that's the best way of putting it. It's like, and finally letting all of it go, yes. <sighs> like yes. the full release. Kind of like those, uh, those, uh, well, this is kind of unrelated yet. Let's get back into something happy. Uh, the, uh, where it's, uh, like a pregnant mom and then someone comes up behind them and like lifts up their stomach and then they have that moment of like pure relaxation. Have you seen those videos? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like their partners at first were doing it. Then I've seen a couple where like, I don't know, like a medical professional or someone around there will do it. They'll like reach around the, so they'll stand behind a, a pregnant woman and reach around the front and from the bottom of her belly gently lift it up so they're alleviating the weight off of the front of them Mm -hmm. and then there's this moment where all of those women they just like drop their shoulders and drop their head back and they're just like "Ah, ah, ah." (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like the full release and yeah that's kind of what i think of it's that sigh where it's just like i'm putting this all the way down Mm -hmm. Uh, thank you for that release (laughs) yes yes oh gosh And you, you, you aren't uh, planning at the time. You're not planning an event. So I wonder what other chaos you have <laughs> stirring about, you know, as the, the production machine you are. Hmm, I guess from a professional standpoint, let me see. Oh, yeah. Don't let me box you in. Excuse me. No, Here no, I was talking okay. about my heart. Okay. and. <laughs> No, it's okay. I just haven't really thought about it too much. Or I was like, okay, when I get on here, it's all QTP time. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's been good. I mean, this week, I guess from a professional standpoint, it's been productive. Not as productive as I want it to be, but it's not bad because I'm with family. So I decided to stay out in Idaho just a little extra longer. And Twerk. so I guess from a personal standpoint, I've just been enjoying the family time um i'm one that's big on family so like i hang out with family probably more than i hang out with any friends like i love just being around family and the kids so this week with it being as hot as it has been during this heat wave um we've been at the beach you know the kids come we've been swimming oh yeah i saw your photo at the beach i said excuse (laughs) me uh I definitely yes. dropped to the floor at that very moment and hit 10 <laughs> crunches because I was like, let me get my life together. <laughs> Michaela's good. out here posting these fire ass photos. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I try. I try to get one in where I can. I'm terrible at social media. So it's like if I get an opportunity like, oh, I like this backdrop. Let me go ahead and take a little picture. Then so, I but, and um, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, but yeah, so I've been just kind of focused on family, but also trying to have that balance with professional um, and just getting, making sure I get these orders done with beadwork. I have some other projects on my plate and on my table that I decided to push back um, because I was so focused on my event. So now is okay. the time to kind of jump on those. So just picking up the pieces and being able to find out what I can do from here. I think it's a blessing to be busy. I always said that. So I try to be... You know, do as much as I can do if it's not for myself, for other people, or just being able to help where I can. So moving forward, that's where it would be. I think the start of next week after this weekend, I think I'm going to be kind of hitting the ground running, especially with beadwork. But but otherwise, it's been good. It's just been hot. What does Samuel L. Jackson say on um, Do the Right Thing? Today's weather Uh, is hot. 
Yeah, you got me beat on that <laughs> Today's one. Today's color is black. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch it. I've, I've seen you it do. once, yes, I want to say. Yet. I'll go back and watch. Ooh, speaking of, I also want to go back and watch Martin. Um, because you make all the best Martin references, and I'm like, okay, I watched it. No, I feel nerdy. However, I didn't, you know, like I haven't done like the full through however many times, you know? Yes, so but that's, a, that's a must. That's something I always have on like in the background yeah. or whatever, but it's a good show. Yeah, so uh, I guess people will get to experience the journey of me reacquainting (laughs) (laughs) myself with Martin because I'm like, you give such good references and I want to, I really want to feel them, you know, rather than being on the outside. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing with being a bead worker, right? You have to have some sort of something on in the background. So it's like, I'm always watching something, but um but yeah, so kind of just leaping in and transitioning from media. Well, not necessarily. It's not really too much yeah. of a transition. It's a transition within media, I would Show say. Enough. We stemming from our last no, our last episode was in media. That was two episodes ago. Anyway, ignore that. But um, <laughs> this episode, we are doing music. So yes. I'm excited because we have a guest today, another guest. I guess I just have to prep for that. So if you're talking, (laughs) then um, if if I feel the moment, maybe I'll just stop and be like, you know what? You got this, Kellen. Because I I definitely did pause there. I I hesitated. So thank you for hopping in with the uh, with the blowhorn or what's what's that that thing even called? I have no idea what it's called. I hesitated, though, and you said, you know what? This still needs to happen. You hopped in. You gave it to us. So thank you so much. I died the other day when you commented on one of these pictures, and you, I was like, I was like, what? And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was doing. I literally died wherever I was. I just started busting out laughing once I put it together, what you were spelling. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I definitely like way. I reread it like three times just to make sure I got the right amount of burps in there before the long <laughs> one. <laughs> and it was. I did the same thing. I was like, he legit went through and had to had say this out loud or out loud or in his head to get all the burps correctly. I did. <laughs> I, did. I think I'm gonna save that as a shortcut in my phone so that I don't have to type it out again. because uh, that's essential. To. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We just uh, need an actual button so the world can stop being traumatized by my terrible voice. You know what? <laughs> I, I'm just going to go on a limb and say that people enjoy it and they love it. And if they don't, I could stay right on the tree trunk and say that I love it. Thank so you. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, my tree hugging affirmation of your. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> Ooh, actually, I was thinking about that, too. Like what war hoops are out there because you know people have some good ones yeah they do, uh, they do. i would love like a, a I, war I'm hoop terrible at it so submission me to do. i do not i cannot bear, bear embarrass myself even more oh my gosh hoop. this has to happen now Is that, with, why me. did why did you say that now it has Let's to happen. Cut, paste, rewind. <laughs> 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 Whatever we got to do because I am not a good war hooper. One day. One day I'll get one out of you. Maybe not on the mic. No, yeah, in not. life. <laughs> <laughs> Need a little to peep in for that one because it's not going down. <laughs> the after hours. Yes, oh, after too dark. good. QTP after dark. <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh anyway, we'll be I know, please. because I don't like this light I have right now. Um, the pressure. <laughs> but, um, well, good, please. I was just going to start with Mr. Mike Cave's intro. Yes, please do. Hit us, hit us. But, yes, yeah, so we have a special guest today. He goes by the name of Mike Capes. You can check him out on Instagram, at Mike Capes Raps. But, um... Going that far, he, for those of you that don't know him, he is a prolific hip-hop artist stemming from Portland, Oregon, coming from the St. John's area of North Portland. But um, he's known for his raw lyricism, and he's a really, really good hip-hop artist. And I've had the honor of knowing him for quite a few years now, just based off of past projects that I've done. And he is an amazing guy just all around. Not only does he have amazing music with a message but he also helps his community help his youth 
um, and puts his city on his back. So I'm very, very excited to introduce Mr. Mike Capes. (laughs) (laughs) So we are here with the Mike Capes. How you doing, man? How you been? I've been good, man. Staying busy. You staying cool in this heat out here? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You in Portland? No, I'm well, I'm in Idaho. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I visited for the week. It's been hot out there. Yeah, it's been right like right now, it's 111. Yeah. God. What is it out there? I thought we were all going through the same That's, Yeah, we Spokane <laughs> is like a high of 108 today. What's it like in Portland? It was 115 a couple of days. Before. Oh wow. The last couple of days. It was like, oh my gosh. That'll never happen, but I was in the AC, man, so I was chilling. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I like your jacket. That's I was like, you have to be in the AC because (laughs) here I am, like, in my, like, shorts and tee, you know, sweating in the basement of my house because we don't have AC (laughs) down here, so. What? (laughs) That's terrible. I know. I've been locked up in the house, too. I'm visiting my mom, so I had the AC blasting, so it's been good. But yeah, so I just, well, we can kind of just jump in. I already gave you a little intro You for your hip hop and your music and all the work you do out in Portland. Um, And you've been in the hip hop game for a minute now. So I'm just kind of curious, what's your motivation for why you do what you do? Well, I think, uh, well, for for rapping, my motivation started out as like something that was like self-preservation, getting my thoughts out of my head. Uh, when I started rapping, I was going through a lot. I was like in maybe sixth, fifth grade. So a lot of life stuff was going on. So that was my way to like get out what I had in my mind. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. But it grew into, you know, a passion over the years. And I'm, I think, I mean, it because it's just, I think you should act on your gifts that you have. Yeah. I think one of my gifts is speaking power to people. And my vehicle for that it just happens to be music. So. I just stick to it. It's a passion for mine. I think when you got a passion for something, you don't got to think about doing it. It's something you just, that comes to you naturally. Uh, making music is one of those. But yeah, it's also a vehicle sure. to express different things through through the music. Yeah, for sure. I think music obviously has a huge influence and especially there's a difference between like lyricism as opposed to the mumble music or, you know, how music has been changing so much. And I feel like, do you feel like that's a challenge just being in the music industry, feeling like you have to keep up with what else is being put out into the world? No, I feel like, man, we all born one-on-one. You know, you're supposed to just be yourself at the end of the day and you'll, you'll stand out. I don't feel like there's any pressure for me to make that type of music. I feel like the people that's meant to listen to my music is going to listen to it. And then sure. people that's meant to listen to the other stuff will listen to that. And I think, I mean, I would kind of look at music as like a week. Like if you look at a week, you got Sunday, Monday, and so on. I think you need music for Friday and Saturday, and you need music for Sunday through Thursday. I think I make more of the Sunday through Thursday music. So for sure. I think wow, I've never heard that before. That's beautiful. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I just think, yeah, I make music for everyday people. I'm not trying to stunt on nobody in my music. I may stunt some in my music, but I'm not trying to say you don't got this and I got this. I'm not rich. The fuck? <laughs> 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 the whole point is to connect with people. Yeah. Do it on a human level. Yeah, wow. I agree. Can I cuss on here? Yeah, yeah, you definitely oh, can. Oh. We don't. <laughs> I, I guess we, we forgot that in the disclaimer. Yeah. So, yeah. Unedited. So, yeah. yeah. You'll catch us drop. You catch us slip up every now and then. We get you a little know. passionate on this show. <laughs> that's where it comes from is the passion. Yeah. That's when uh, the sweat running down my forehead comes from actual anger or passion and not from the heat wave. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's a black, we'll get there. black and indigenous, you know, foundation you know. show. So Ooh. it gets pretty heated. You know, we'll get on some stuff. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm when I explain stuff, so no, yeah, okay. it's it. passion, it's passion. <laughs> well, but, I'm uh, curious. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, so starting off like very early with you said fifth and sixth grade, writing down stuff. When you were really getting into it back then, was your thought in making music, or was this just you taking a pad to a paper and just getting your thoughts out? Like how how did that evolve in your early days and whatnot? Hmm. So I started on fifth grade writing poetry. I was in this. I was in this uh, like school program called TAG, Talented and Gifted. On a Come on, Talented and Gifted. <laughs> All right. There's kids that they 
they identify something about him and they put him in a group or whatever. But okay. I was writing poetry in there. And then in sixth grade, I was in a foster home and there was an older kid in there that was rapping. And I said, I'm going to try that shit. I think I could do it. And I just started trying it and then listening to more and more like Tupac. And that's where I was like, oh, I could talk about shit that I'm really dealing with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I started doing. But there was an area like when I got into high school when you get kind of uh, tempted to do what's cracking or what's cool at the time. Okay. So I got into that for a little bit, but I found my way back to talking about shit that was really going on with me. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I'm only curious because, yeah, like I grew up beating and doing artwork and whatnot. Uh, so like that was a younger thing before. And then yeah. it wasn't until like later where I was like, oh, let me actually see what I can do with this. And then I started putting more energy into it. And now, you know, a lot of the things that I do run and operate off of this beadwork business, similar to one that Michaela um, is thriving in on her own at Beadwork by Michaela. Trying. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's why I'm like, oh, it's dope that you were writing way back then. So yeah, I, I think I didn't really take it serious, serious until uh, like later in high school. Well, I think in like middle school and stuff like that was just something I was doing to, you know, get shit off my chest. But towards the end of high school is when I started taking it more serious. Yeah. When, it, when they played it on the radio, that's when I was like, all right, yeah, you can do something with this. And that's when yeah. I started taking it serious. Yeah, I love for it. Sure. For sure. So, I mean, you're an artist. Your wife is an artist. I feel like... What do you feel is the key purpose of being an artist, especially in today's time where there's Ooh. so much going on, especially yes. just in the current state of the country? I think artistry should boom right now. I always think of Nina Simone when she says, you know, I'm an artist of the times. My job is to reflect the times. And so yeah. what do you feel is an artist's job? Not necessarily a job. That's kind of not a good word to use. But um, what do you feel is most important or should be expressed through artistry, you know, or those just emerging artists who don't know, really know how to get their footprint out there. What, how mm -hmm. do you feel is the best way to do it, whether it's in music or anything else? I think it's starting with yourself, what's going on inside you and putting that out. And then you'll find that people connect to that. You'll realize that what you're going through ain't just something that you're just going through. You know what I mean? And I think that's how you build, but uh, I think it should reflect the times. I think it should reflect the times and, reflect where you at in your life. I feel like with my music, I try to, whatever I put out a project, it's reflecting on two, three year life uh, uh, period of time in my life. At that moment, you know what I mean? I think it make it to where people can move with you. Mm -hmm. Instead of like trying to get ahead of yourself. I can't rap about having a million gold chains and a big ass match and all that shit. I don't have it. Yeah. So yeah. If that does happen, I'll rap about that at some point, but I'm at where I'm at right now. So that's what I'm rapping about. Yeah, speaking fully to your reality. Exactly. And people connect with that, man. Most of the people listening to you is not rich or anything like that. Most people barely don't even want to pay for a, a Apple Music subscription. So family plan. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we have our way to switch up the email address. Yeah. <laughs> Music is about connecting with people at the end of the day, connecting with humanity to me art in general for sure yeah i feel like everyone's an artist in their own right you know we all have a talent a skill yep. and i think the best way is just to express it through how you feel you need to like our experiences is what changed the world and that's how we express ourselves is through our experiences and so you know you help people through the things that you love to do and that's one thing i always try to push especially with kids or with youth it's like find something you love to do you know take those talents and take those skills and um, find a way to make a mo make money with it. You know, find a way to make a living with it. You shouldn't have to be stuck within a nine to five, you know, not living your best life. So like I said, everybody's just kind of a, an artist in their own right. And they should be able to, you know, function within the world based off their talents. So, but with that being said, you are very active in your community and, you know, I see you work with youth. I don't know if you still are currently, but if you are, um, what are some things that you do with them and what are the key messages you hope to, um, to kind of leave upon them and influence them with? Well, I work for this program called Step Up. It's a mentoring, like a uh, tutoring program. Mm -hmm. in three schools in the Portland Public School District, but I work at Roosevelt High School, which is in my, the neighborhood I grew up in called St. John. So it's super important to me to give back to where I come from and 
help kids that come from my neighborhood in the same things that I come from, help them navigate shit before they hit bumps, you know what I mean? So what we do, we tutor, we mentor, and we, uh, it's based in equity. So we we, kind of like caseworkers too, in a way, like social workers, but more Mm -hmm. so in the school and it's about school and family. We do like home visits, uh, create goals with the families and the kids. Like well, individual goals for the kids and the family, and then goals together, and we work on that throughout the school year. And then uh, tutoring throughout the school, sitting in classrooms. I'm trying to remember everything because this, <laughs> <laughs> this year was different because we we had to do it online, which was hella different. Oh wow! Uh, but yeah, and we take them on field trips or take them to like informational interviews and stuff. Say somebody want to be like a nurse or something, we'll try to hook them up with somebody that's in that field. And they can go and ask questions and things like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Uh, what was the full question again? <laughs> you <laughs> you didn't make you me run it. it back. Yeah, yeah you basically like, hit it. You I just, hit it. Why did they do it? Yeah, because I mean, I feel like, that, and the reason I kind of bring up the community and bring up the youth, I feel like that's something I'm personally um, passionate about, and I just like to get to know more of. But I think it's also equally important that noting is. A lot of kids, they want to be rich. They want to hear what they, you know, be and live those fake lives that people are, you know, talking about in music or within the music industry. Um, and they, I feel like some kids don't realize like, hey, you can make a difference through doing music. You can make a difference by creating that platform. So then that way you can do, you know, even more with it. So yeah. I just kind of like to ask those questions as to, okay, what have you been doing for your community and what's the biggest influence it has on your community um, just basing it through the work that you do and the music that you do. So that was kind of my roundabout question. <laughs> I think them seeing somebody that come from that community and come from the same things, be successful at something that's not like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, conventional? Conventional, yeah. It's not something that's conventional. And they can, they got my number. They could talk to me. They could pull up to me and we can have a conversation type thing. I think it's important for kids to see examples of stuff that's not just college or not just being a doctor or not just, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause not every kid, that's not their passion or what they want to do. And sometimes rapping can seem something hella far out because yeah. of our perception of what a, hip, a rap artist is on TV, you know what I mean? But you could do it your way. And that's the way I try to show the kids, you know what I mean? Just be you and work hard. And I think you'll get to where you need to be. Yeah. And I think it's definitely making a long way because I think I was in class and I was out here at Lewis Clark State College. It was a few years ago. And I had your sticker. You gave me like a pack of your stickers one time. I had it like on my water bottle or something. And then the guy goes, you know, my capes. And I was like, what What are you talking about? Like, I seen your sticker. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's dope that you know who he is all the way out in like random Lewiston, Idaho. But I'm like, yeah, he definitely has a presence. So. that was dope i was gonna say you talked about earlier about like your passion like finding your passion and once you're in your passion it it really it drives you it it motivates and it helps you to figure out where you're gonna go right uh and so that in combination with this work that you do uh with your community and with children or you know with youth beyond uh just your music itself how does that play into everything um and you know it doesn't even like you know, story-wise, because I just think of, um, I was talking to Michaela earlier about how one of my beating projects, it had to do with uh, the treaties that affected our tribe. And then that, how that like informs who I am, you know, more so as an artist and what I want to express and what, how I want to affect my community with the messages that I share. And so it's kind of funny coming to that realization of like, oh, like, yeah, I do this outside work and I also have my artwork. And then, starting to notice how one can influence the other um, or, you know, just like how it feeds in. Do you find that like with your, your life and your world and all that you do? Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I feel like, I feel like when you do something that, that could be self-serving, like being an entrepreneur, it's a little self-serving. I feel like you need the balance of like giving, giving back, giving energy back to people. And I feel like this job, the job that I have, it plays in a, you know, it makes you more grateful, you know what I mean? Uh, I think you just need to balance of giving back when you got something that's so, I feel like when you do art, and cause I took a year and a half off and just was doing music. Okay. And when you just do that, 
and you depending on your art for money, it makes it like less enjoyable. Yeah. You have that balance of like, I don't know, helping other people, it, it, it helps for some reason, bro. Like, it's hard to explain. <laughs> what was that year like? I'm I'm so intrigued. Look at you got you got chills off Ooh, of me. Ooh, he got the uh, chills. <laughs> because when Kelly gets I, the chills, it really hit. But you gotta really something. pick me for the chills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've only ever chills. taken like a small chunk of time. Like I'll be like, oh, I'll give myself this month, maybe two months, to really focus on my artwork without having to worry about the money side of it or anything like that. Yeah. The fact that you charted out a year for yourself, like, what was that experience like? It was fun, man. Actually, it was fun. It was hard, but it was fun too. Okay. Cause I got in the groove of doing a show, doing shows a lot. Uh, I actually came back because my supervisor from the job I'm talking about called me back and was like, Hey, we need somebody to sub somebody quit. And I was like, sure. I'll sub. And then after subbing, he was like, Hey, we need somebody to be here permanently. I was like, yeah, I'll come back. So like it, I, it was empowering to be out there and, and bet on yourself with bet on myself with music and be able to pay bills and, do extra things where it's like, yeah, I could, I could do this if I, if I chose to just go out and just do that. But I was getting married, so I needed more money. <laughs> Real life stepped in. Yeah, I'm like, it costs a lot. Yes, yeah. yes. But like at the same time, I, I get a lot of energy from working with youth. You know, what I mean, I work with teenagers now. I work with juniors, but at the time it was sophomores, I think. But I get a lot of energy from their stories and what they're dealing with and the conversations I have with them. I think, you know, they inspired a whole album called Concrete Dreams that I did, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. and that album was pretty much, it was about like dreaming beyond your circumstances. So I made that like, I didn't make it exactly for them, but they inspired it, you know what I mean? It's like kids 20 years from now could pick that up out of the ground and get something out of it. And that's what mm -hmm. I wanted to make, you know what I mean? Like a time capsule type of thing. And they, they inspired it. Yo, I saw that on your Instagram, even how talking about like, uh, it may be quote unquote old music to you because you've heard it before yet you don't know that it or you know, to, to the outside world, it's brand new. Yeah. Um, and that, that kind of reminds me of what you just talked about right here. Um, that's what it sounds like. Thinking, I think we can get caught up thinking that something is old because we made it, but it's like millions of people who ain't heard it before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Artists, we get caught in our head a lot and be like, man, this shit is old. This ain't blah, 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 blah. But it's a it's a bunch of people who could be affected by it for sure i think it matters what it's saying too because it's like yeah people nowadays they can go all the way back you know and even Nas isn't all the way back but to some kids it might be all the way back but it's it like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just how it resonates with people and a lot of the times the music comes full, just like anything else comes full circle and especially what's going on and what's going on around us or even just the experiences that we go through it all comes full circle to where we kind of live through it in different phases of our lives or different phases of, you know, in structures of the country. It's like it all continues to be relevant in some sort of way. So it's it, it could be seen could be seen as new and as relevant, not necessarily old, because a lot of things reoccur, you know, in, in, in a lot of the same ways. But um, I think when you talk to the human human experience, it don't get old. Man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Cause we always going through the same stuff, you know what I mean? At some point in humanity. But when you're talking about like, if you're talking about Gucci this, Gucci that, you know what I mean? Sometimes that shit get old, you know what I mean? It yeah. does get it old. Does. A new trend is going to come along. And it's like, well, we wore that already, bro. Don't yeah. Worry. And it all sounds the same. I think it sounds the same in different ways and it doesn't necessarily stick the way it should. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, what's funny. Cause yeah, when you speak to reality and you speak to, you know, like we can track it in that way you know, through Nas, through Tupac, uh, Marvin Gaye, Curtis Mayfield, you know, like back when people talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like when they talk <laughs> about the actual reality of things rather than what is trending at the time, uh, you can listen to those, those tracks, you know, from way back and even mm -hmm. further, you know, when things were just on wax, uh, where it's like, oh, they were saying the exact same things that we're experiencing um, obviously not in the exact same iteration, you know, cause yeah. technology has come up. Yeah. A lot of the same narratives and storylines. Cause it's, yeah, it's being truthful to the situation and to humanness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So with that, do you have any upcoming projects, upcoming yeah. shows, releases? <laughs> Can we get a little something before you, before you dip out on us? <laughs> I actually do, man. Uh, 
So I'm releasing the first part of this four-part EP series. The EP series is called Courtesy of Capes, but each uh, release has a different name. So the first one is called In Spite Of with dot, dot, dot on the end of it. So In Spite Of, so that's the first one that I'm putting out. I'm gonna put it out in the next couple of weeks. Okay. I'm actually going today to the studio to get the masters finished and then I'll have a date for people in the public. Nice, and how can people find you? Uh, you can find me at, at Mike Capes Raps on Twitter or Instagram and on Facebook, just Mike Capes. Yeah. So you want to leave us with anything else? Any last words? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll leave it all on the track. I'm uh, leave it all. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, yes. appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to double down. Oh, go podcast. Yeah, Quantum Theory Pod. Yeah. Quantum Theory Pod. Um, and know that I second you uh, in petitioning Disney Plus to give you your money. Uh, for your your image and song. Oh word! Research. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because when I when I scroll through, I said, "Wait, it's not. It's <laughs> like, not him." You <laughs> start this petition. <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Where's where's my money?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, for real. Where is his money?" Because here I thought. Uh, <laughs> well, you can find him on Instagram, Twitter. You know, the Soul Movie on Disney Plus. You can yeah. find him on. <laughs> So, you know, if that check ever does everywhere. come through, if you ever get a deposit via Venmo Cash App, whatever it is, and it says Disney Corporation behind it, you know, just know that I supported you through that. Uh, yes. And Quantum Theory, by extension, we we support you. <laughs> yes, yes. Awesome. Well, it's been awesome chopping it up with you. And thank you so much for giving us your time as well. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah, likewise. Oh my gosh, I love each and every one of these interviews that we've been having lately. It's so yes, cool. Me too. It's dope because it's like us, we, you want right? to be a part of this? Right? <laughs> you know, and we get so, the thing is, we get so many dope people with so, like, these intellectual minds. You yes. know what I mean? And like, I like, you know, we're artists. You know yes. what I mean? So it's like when we, we, and everyone's like, an, like I was saying, an artist in their own right, and especially with Mike how he does things not only you know within his music but within the community and for the youth it's like he's so passionate about it and he's so laid back about it to where he's con he he presumes this is that the word is that even a word presumes exudes (laughs) (laughs) i was like presume and you know it works i think i said uh stouting last week instead of touting uh so you know it happens Good old Ebonics. But um, anyway, I got what you meant. I got what you meant. Now I don't remember what I was gonna say. He just oh, he exudes like this comfortable confidence of knowing what he's talking about. And that's why I think it's dope that we were able to get him today. Yeah, no. Yeah, good point on that about the artisting too, because that was one of the things that really stood out when he was talking about like entrepreneurship and how like self-motivated, self-guided self a lot of it is. And then when he was like, so you have to find ways in order to like immerse yourself in community or engage with things outside of you. You want to give back. Uh, And that really struck me when he said that because I hadn't really considered it in that fact, you know, or in that perspective or in that regard. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess I just always conflate it to like our our native connection and our black connection that is like driven by, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, not to like oversimplify things yet you hopefully you're getting what i'm saying um yeah beyond that i i just loved the the zoom out where he was just like as an entrepreneur as a person who's like you know self-guided and and working through this thing for you how um now I'm starting to lose myself. Now you have me nervous. I'm getting it. I'm it's like, connecting. I feel like my okay. pits are going to start sweating. My palms are going to start sweating because I'm like, oh, no, this People is this is going. I know. I'm like, this is getting recorded. People are like, what's he trying to say, Kellen? Uh, no, played. Uh, yeah, no. When he made that comment, though, basically, it just it really hit me because I was like, oh, yeah, that is such a huge thing, you know, um, mm-hmm. and finding ways to give back. Uh, and I again, I just always attributed that to like my tribal connection or like yeah. my familial connection rather than even just me as a person being like, dang, I'm focusing so much on me. How else can I give back? Yeah, I get it. I mean, I think yeah. I, this is how I'm assuming you're putting it together. That It's so Yeah, you natural. help me. No, no, Come no. On. I'm trying to understand it. I want you to confirm with me. This is where I, yeah, I'm let's process this. This is where it's like as black and indigenous people, it's just natural for us to give back. It's almost expected in a sense to yes. where we do it as a collective. Yes. But with your doing, with your craft, how do I give back through my craft 
and influence those by the masses to do the same. Is that what you're saying? The first part, and then the second part, you just, you you made it better. So, thank you. Remixed it a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, work in progress here. That's what I got from it, but it's okay. I feel like. Yeah. I I like the way that you threw it. Yeah. The the first part is it, though. You know, how, like, it is tied in. And, And I think that was one thing that I kind of regret that I didn't really get to ask too much is just even, like, that sense of responsibility, you know, that we can often feel. Um to engage and to do those things um yeah anyways that's my dot 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 uh, well, <laughs> ellipses moment episode, <laughs> right <we'll> further explain <laughs> <laughs> i know like let me actually sit down with my thoughts and figure this out uh yeah. oh which i don't know if you have like two minutes however i did sit and think about uh the words at some level. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> of it's course done. I got two minutes. Never mind. All right. It was a great episode. Thank you all so of much. Of course we have two minutes. Why would you ask me that? As I'm long as playing. you're speaking, I'm I'm locked in. <laughs> you're like, okay, we're good. Uh, no, I did. I uh th- th- speaking or thinking about sitting down and, and processing this rough bit of words that I threw out. I actually ooh, that smack? I did. My bad. I heard that. I, no, that's that's not easy because I've tried to smack to make a point. I mean, I probably found sound really stupid right now, but you know, did you ever hear those like? <laughs> not supposed to nod. Yes. Sorry. My bad. You know, like, I'm giving myself away. Did Please. you ever hear like Tamar back Braxton when she smacks? And I've tried to do that so hard, and I, I can't smack. Like it really is a talent. So. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going. That's why I was dying already. I was like, oh, no, here we go. Trust Uh, me, I've tried to smack it. That one was by accident. So anyway, let's keep going. I know. uh, Because it's it's a black person, black one in the nest person language, right? And you Mm -hmm. asked me last week how I feel about that word. And since I've actually used it still a few more times, um, however, I... I think the thing that really stood out to me is the fact that it literally is like a black one, a blackened this or this by black, you know, and uh, not saying that that's a bad thing. And again, like this is just where the language was Uh, yet on the English side of it and me using the word black to describe myself as a black American, I am like, well, you say black in English and you're like, quote unquote, okay with that. Yet when you talk about it in the nest person language and using simply black people, you know, like the concept of black and or black end, uh, that it feels weird to you. Uh, and then I guess just the thing that I kind of, the mini revelation that I was starting to process was the fact that black in English and in the way that I use it uh, as a form of identification right now has gone through a journey uh, you know, uh, where traditionally I was using African-American a lot. And then the question came in, I'm like, well, what about Americans that have African ancestry or, you know, their first generation? Um, am I the same when I say African-American as a person who's, you know, Indian-American, Japanese-American, Italian-American, uh, Sudanese-American, you know, like people who have closer ties to this thing that they're tying into their American idea or identity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, that's why I kind of like lost it with African American a little bit. Um, oh, geez. Now I'm starting to sound stupid. However, uh, then, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Come on affirmation. Uh, yeah. I think of how, how we came to black and I know that I'm not the biggest scholar and the best and know everything yet, you know, thinking of the journey of, of being the African and then of all the other words that came and then into like Negro and colored and, yeah. you know, these Technology other things. Technology is hard to try yeah. to Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And so then I'm like, well, if anything, it's like the black, um, as far as like I am viewing it right now for me is like the the reclamation part of it you know mm-hmm. say it loud i'm black and i'm proud mm-hmm. you know like in 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 i think of like that part historically where people were like oh you're not calling me negro you're not calling me colored you know i'm a black person 
Uh, and so everything's wrong though. Like, yeah. Right. We never had that. Yeah. Establish who we are, who we are for, you know, it it wasn't our choice to establish who we are, you know? And when in a sense we didn't know who we were, we were only, we were only able to create who we were. You know what I mean? I think we lost, but just being coming over and being here and originating from Africa to originating here to where, you know, our being and who we were and our two our traditions were, we weren't able to practice those. That was killed out of us in a sense. Yeah. And so we never really had that time to really establish who we who we were and what we're to be called and things like that. I think nowadays everything's sort of changing, everything's shifting the way it should be because we're reclaiming who mm-hmm. we are. But a lot of that was taken from us. So I think figuring out figuring it out is very normal. Um, but it's really it's really hard what to categorize us as. Like I understand we're yeah. black. You know, we're not necessarily black. Yeah. But, you know, if we're coming to a literal sense, African American, that kind. Of, I mean, that it that does explain us. But yeah. I can see why black people don't want to adopt that either. You know, and then colored. I don't like using. There's colored. Some black people don't like colored. Um, and then there's... POC. Um, I don't like using minority. I hate using oh, minority. Yeah. Um, some people use black and brown. I usually try to use black and brown, but yeah. it's hard because we're always kind of automatically pushed into being that minority. So it's like yeah. how do we change our verbiage and our word structure so that way you know, we're independently spoken of and spoken for, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah, it's hard. But I guess with that being said, and with um, just being able to establish ourselves, especially in music, I think we need to talk a little bit further further on that. You know, I do not refute that suggestion. (laughs) I'm right there with you. We definitely appreciate Mr. Mike coming through. Definitely check him out at Mike Capes Raps. Um, on Instagram and on Twitter, it's at M-I-C, spelled like microphone, not as Michael, but <laughs> at nice. M-I-C-C-A-P-E-S-R-A-P-S. Just spelled that whole thing out for you, which that wasn't the original plan when I came to my mouth. But <laughs> you did it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where you find him. Um, great message about hip-hop, but I think I want to dig a little bit further in this music talk that we got, so we'll cut it off here and yeah. do the second part if you're down for it. I am down. I am down. And again, yeah, huge thanks uh, to Mike Cates, and uh, I'll catch you in the next one. Alright. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew simply talking our black native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiyapihechnu. See you next time.